0: You're listening to episode number 254. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Hey team, it's Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body Podcast. Welcome back. Wow, we are like, mid-December heading into the holidays. The holiday challenge is already one week in. It is a huge success. We're having lots of fun in there. If you didn't get into the holiday challenge but you really want to access the all-new two-week six-pack program, that will go live January 1st to purchase. So you can still do the two-week six-pack program without the holiday challenge, but the holiday challenge always gets at first access to those type of new programs. So check back in January 1st, go to EarnThatBody.com if you would like to start your new year with a fantastic two-week six-pack program. Now, what else do we have coming up? Well, we have January coming up, and I don't know about you, but most people really like to get their nutrition back on track January. They like to have their New Year's resolutions, and all of that is fine if it means you're going to put effort into getting back to nutritional health, back to a healthy body, back to consistent exercise. All of those things are so fantastic, and if we need to take a new year to do it and that's what re-motivates you, that's totally fine with me. Now I do have a couple spots left. I should say that January is my most sold out month for the Earn That Body. 5-week program. The 5-week program helps people lose weight, so it's personalized nutrition, and you get a full workout program. Everything you need, from audio runs to strength training videos to active recovery, everything you need is in the 5-week ETB program. If you're like, hey, I want to enjoy my last few weeks of December but so hit it hard on January 3rd with a program go ahead and email me, kim at earnthatbody.com. Let's get you registered for the five-week Earn That Body program so that you can sit back, enjoy the holidays, knowing that you have a plan come that first week of January. Now, maybe you're someone who already has a set workout program and you just need help dialing your nutrition back in. I have a 4 or a 5-week private nutrition program for people that don't need workouts, also almost sold out in January. So shoot me an email. I try to get in as many people as I can in January. It's always my most full month, but certain weeks definitely will sell out pretty fast. So again, always feel like you can email me, Kim at EarnThatBody.com. Tell me what your goals are, and I will tell you what program would be best for you for best results. Okay, now what are we talking about today? Well, every year around right now, I like to rebroadcast the top podcast episode of the year. I like to just give it a big of what was the best, what was the most listened to podcast of Earn That Body this year But guess what? I can't possibly do that this year because the most listened to podcast of the year, oddly enough, will not benefit you right now. And I want to post something and rebroadcast something that maybe is going to help you through these next three weeks of the holiday season of the year, all right? so just so you know the most listened to with almost four thousand people listening to this episode was episode number 236 working out in the heat that one somehow went a little viral with athletes i guess because that was the most listened to podcast episode by a lot i should say um but working out in the heat isn't going to benefit anybody right now right that information It's cold right now. A lot of people even have snow. It's getting really chilly. And I think that if you didn't listen to that episode, it would be a great one to catch in the spring when it starts to warm up again. So I, for the first year ever, am rebroadcasting today the number two podcast episode of the year. How about that? So the number two, the most listened to, second most listened to podcast episode of Earn That Body this year went to number 192 called 10 Simple Tips to Clean Eating. Now listen to that. 10 simple tips to clean eating. If I could give you 10 simple tips to clean eating and you took away even 3 or 4 of them for the next 3 weeks of December, it might mean that you don't gain 5 pounds between now and the new year, right? Potentially more. So I am going to rebroadcast this episode. Honestly, I think even if you listen to it... During the year, you might wanna give it one more listen because again, sometimes I say one little thing that keeps a little checkpoint in your head or you think that I'm sitting on your shoulder. I hear you guys tell me that all the time. It's like you're sitting on my shoulder and I can hear you telling me what to do. If these 10 simple tips help get you through the next three weeks, definitely go for it. Let's listen to it one more time. I'm excited to play it one more time in this year. And then we take the next two weeks off the podcast I need to recharge, everybody. I like to recharge the last two weeks of the year. I like to celebrate the holidays with my family. So the last two weeks, there will be no podcast episodes coming up, all right? But guess what? Come January 3rd, right? That's what it is, January 3rd, I have an awesome new podcast episode, and All the episodes in January are actually geared to helping you make 2022 your most fit, your most healthy yet. So every single episode in January revolves around getting your workout schedule in line, getting your nutrition back on track, everything you need for inspiration, for tips, for how to's to really make sure that you can dial in 2022. So meet me back here. January 3rd with a great new episode, but today here's the rebroadcast of 10 simple tips to clean eating Everybody have a fantastic holiday season. Make it so healthy, make it so happy, and have a very happy new year. Okay, what are we talking about today? We're talking about clean eating. I did get some of this information from an article on Healthline and then added a few tips of my own as well. But a lot of people ask me all the time, well, what is clean eating? It's sort of become this very popular saying of the health community. And really, it's a diet that focuses on fresh foods, whole foods, and that's really it. I mean, it's not, it's not about foods that are dirty <laughs> or things that are clean, right? It's really more about choosing minimally processed foods, real foods that have maximal nutritional benefits. The idea is to consume foods that are as close to the source as possible. So what do I mean by that? Well, an apple is an apple, right? That's the only ingredient there is. That is the source of the product, right? And that's what you want. You want foods that have basically like one ingredient when possible. I mean, there's always going to be a few ingredients for some, but you want it to be as close to the source as possible. So if you're eating a bag of apple chips... And you look at the ingredients in the label, and there's like 20 ingredients. Well, now we've really strayed away from the source of the apple, and we've added all these additives, preservatives, and sweeteners, and God only knows what else. So you want to always be eating as close to the source of the food as possible possible. That is going to help you with clean eating. Now let's give you 10 tips today, 10 things that you could literally start doing today that will drastically affect your health and potentially your waistline if you're trying to lose weight, if you know you're not eating healthy right now, or maybe... With COVID, you've sort of really fallen backwards and and just like the diet has been really bad. I get it. It, People have been through a lot in the last few months. But it's time to dial it back in because we don't know how long this pandemic is going to go on for. I said that months ago and had no idea it was going to go on for this long. But truly, now is the time to pull it together. So whether you're someone who used to eat really healthy, but you've really let it all go, or you're someone who's never really understood how to eat healthy or how to get on track, this is going to help you. 10 easy things, okay? These are not like, oh, you're going to be in the kitchen creating meals for life. These are 10 easy things. Let's get started. The very first thing that you could do to start eating clean is you've got to eat more vegetables and fruit. Honestly, that is like the undeniable truth of health. You've got to have fruits and vegetables. They're loaded with fiber, vitamins, minerals, and plant compounds that help fight inflammation and even protect your cells from damage. And in fact, many large observational studies link high fruit and vegetable intake to a reduced risk of illnesses like cancer and heart diseases. Now, fresh vegetables and fruits are ideal for what we call this clean eating. And you can consume really raw fruit, raw vegetables, um, or you can obviously cook your vegetables however you want to do it. Obviously, wash them always before you do so. Now, I personally feel that organic produce is a must. I don't wanna be eating foods with pesticides. Um, It's really important that you do get organic if you can. It's not an option for everybody, but if you can, I highly recommend it. Now here's some ways to basically add some fruits and vegetables to your diet and make it easy on yourself. Um, Making salads, make them as colorful as you can. I always say try to see a rainbow because honestly, if you can see yellow and orange and red and green in your salad, you're getting a lot of great nutrients. You can also add berries. You can add chopped apples or orange slices to certain dishes and that will help you get some fruit in. Wash and chop your vegetables always. You can toss them with some olive oil, some herbs. I do a lot of roasting vegetables. Um, I was definitely a person long ago who boiled everything. That was just the only thing I knew. (laughs) I wasn't ever a great cook. I won't even say that I'm a great cook now, but I have definitely upped my game in cooking. Um, so now instead of boiling broccoli, which man, there's really, that's not an exciting way to eat that vegetable. I roast all my vegetables now, and it's so easy to do. You wash them, you clean them, you dry them, you put them on that baking sheet, massage with olive oil, sprinkle with just a touch of salt and some pepper, and you throw it in the oven and it is done and it is great. So uh, that's how I like to eat my vegetables. Make it simple, but get the vegetables and the fruit in. Now, the second thing you need to do if you're trying to really work on your clean eating, you're gonna have to limit processed foods. Processed foods are directly opposed to clean eating. (laughs) They just, they don't go hand in hand. There's clean eating and there's processed food eating. There's nothing that sort of intermingles those two, all right? So most processed items, they've They've lost a lot of the fiber. They've had fiber taken out of them. They've had nutrients taken out of them. They have added sugars to them, added chemicals, added preservatives. Um, You know, the more processed the food is, they say that it's linked to inflammation and definitely an increased risk of heart disease. Now, even if unhealthy ingredients aren't added to your processed foods, they're still going to lack a lot of nutrients and benefits that a whole food would have. So there's just not a lot of healthy aspects of processed foods. It's just junk really, right? So that's calories that you're eating that are junk. Some are going to have a lot of artificial ingredients that are bad for you. Some aren't going to have artificial ingredients, but it's the food isn't really good for you, so it's not something that you really want to have. Eating clean means you're avoiding processed foods as much as possible. Does that mean that I never eat processed foods? Of course not. I of course have processed foods. Um, it happens, and and you want to have a balance. Anybody who's so super strict and is like, oh, I only clean eat and I don't eat any processed foods ever. I mean, that's a hard way to live life and I don't think you have to do that, but you want to limit it. You don't want it to be the majority of your foods. Maybe there's some kind of sweet treat you like that you enjoy on the weekend and it's processed fine, but you just want to make sure that the majority of your foods are a higher quality food. Now, the third thing that's really important if you're trying to eat clean is you have got to read labels. This is something I get my clients doing right away. We start reading labels and I start educating them on what they need to look for on these labels. Now, although clean eating is based on whole, fresh foods, there are certain types of packaged foods that might be included in in what we would call clean eating, um, like packaged vegetables and nuts and meat. However, it's important to read the labels of these to make sure they don't have a ton of preservatives, added sugars, or even unhealthy fats. Now, an example of this would be that many nuts are roasted in vegetable oil, which can expose them to heat-related damage. It's actually always best to have your nuts raw or roast them on your own at a very low temperature. Additionally, pre-washed salad mixes, they definitely save time. I, I do love them too, but some actually have additives in them. So you're going to want to check the label, and especially when there's salad dressing that's, that's um, included with that salad mix, Usually the salad dressing has a lot of additives as well. So just read your labels so that you know what you're eating. And remember what I said, you want to eat as close to the source as possible. And one way you'll know you're doing that is by reading a label and making sure it doesn't have 20 ingredients, right? So if there's a ton of ingredients, then there's probably a lot of additional chemicals at that point, and you might want to find a different item. Number four, stop eating refined carbohydrates. Now, I didn't say stop eating carbohydrates. You got that? All of my clients eat carbs. We eat healthy carbohydrates. I eat healthy carbohydrates every single day, okay? I eat whole grain bagels, everyone. I eat whole wheat pasta, everyone. So yeah, I eat bagels, I eat pasta, I eat carbohydrates, but I try not to eat refined carbohydrates. So let's talk a little bit about that. Refined carbs are highly processed foods that are very easy to overeat for sure, but they have very little nutritional value. Research has linked refined carb consumption to inflammation, insulin resistance, and even obesity. Now, in contrast, whole grains, which provide way more nutrients and way more fiber, those might actually reduce inflammation and help with better gut health. In one study in uh, 2,834 people, those who consumed mostly whole grains were less likely to have excess belly fat than those who focus on refined grains. Now, how many of us want excess belly fat? Very few people, right? So you've got to focus on the whole grains, not refined. If you eat grains, I want you to be thinking about choosing the least processed kind. So things like your sprouted grain bread, your steel-cut steel oats, You want to stay away from those ready-to-eat cereals. Stay away from the white bread, the white tortillas, um, the white rice even. Anything white is pretty much usually highly processed and refined. So you just really want to make sure that you are eating the right kind of carbohydrates. But don't drop carbohydrates. Your body needs that nutrient. So don't go on one of those fad diets where they don't eat carbs because that is not going to benefit you. You will not be able to maintain that. And you will not feel good over time because you'll be lacking a ton of energy that your body needs. Number five, how to eat clean You want to avoid a lot of vegetable oils and spreads. So vegetable oils and margarines, they don't generally meet the criteria for what we would call clean eating. For starters, they're produced with chemical extraction, and that makes them very highly processed. Some oils also contain high levels of omega-6 fat linoleic acid. Now, studies in animals and isolated cells suggest that that increases inflammation, potentially raising your risk for weight gain and heart disease. So we actually don't want a lot of omega-6 fatty acids. Um, That's one that we already get more of than you realize. So that's not the one that you want. Now, while artificial trans fats have been banned in the United States and other countries, you have to actually still be careful because some margarines and spreads still contain a very small amount, which floors me, and I've done a podcast on fats before, so definitely if if you missed that one, go to the EarnThatBody.com podcast page and check it out. But it floors me that they can say no trans fat but still have a very marginal amount in there. It's a very small amount but it's there so again you just really need to be careful you need to read labels and in general avoid the vegetable oils and the spreads when you can so like margarine is something i don't have ever number six you want to stay away from added sugar in any form again i've done a whole podcast on sugar as well Always feel free to go back to the podcast page and look at some of my past episodes. But it is vital to avoid added sugar if you're trying to truly eat clean. Yet added sugar is very common. You should know that. And it's even found in foods that don't taste that sweet, like certain sauces and a lot of condiments. It's amazing to me how much sugar is added to sauces and condiments, which is one reason why I've started making a lot of my own sauces lately. Um, definitely if you missed the newsletter the other week, I posted a great recipe. If you want to make your own marinara red type sauce with a pinch, I don't actually, I think it had a pinch of salt. It didn't have any sugar. Well, both table sugar and high fructose corn syrup are high in fructose, which is your fruit sugar. Studies suggest that this compound high fructose corn sugar may play a role in obesity diabetes, fatty liver, cancer, among other health problems. So I always say no high fructose corn syrup is good. No, that is a hard no for me. If there's high fructose corn syrup in something, I do not eat it. It's a hard no. I, I can't say I never do because I do have a A thing for red vines sometimes, and I would have to assume there's plenty of high fructose corn syrup in there. But that's just to show you that, like, even though I say hard no, once in a while I still have something... Like that, but you really want to avoid it as much as you possibly can. Now, depending on your health, you can occasionally eat small amounts of natural sugar. There's nothing wrong with natural sugar, it just has to be in moderation. So, even things like honey, maple syrup, which I have daily, you can still have that and eat clean. It just really has to be eliminated, uh, or I should say, limited. But if you have diabetes or metabolic syndrome or health issues, you really gotta avoid most forms of concentrated sugar, including some of the natural sources. So that would be something you need to get that information from your doctor if you have something going on. Now, for truly clean eating, you wanna try to consume foods in their natural unsweetened state. You wanna start learning how to appreciate the sweetness of fruit and subtle flavors of nuts and other whole foods without them adding sugar to it. Now, this one kind of kills me. When I am looking for things like um, dried cranberries, I almost never can find that without them adding sugar to the cranberries i don't want any more sugar there's already sugar in cranberries do you know how hard it is to find a package of dried cranberries that they haven't added sugar to the sugary fruit In addition, it's like, to me, that's crazy. And what happens is you can't even enjoy the flavor of the cranberry because it's got all this added sugar on it. And then you start getting used to eating cranberries that way, and you don't even realize what a true cranberry can taste like. If you're really used to a lot of things being sweetened with this added sugar, you start to lose sort of your palate for how sweet certain natural foods are. An example of this that I notice all the time, once I really dialed in my sugar many, many years ago, I started eating raw almonds, and I never realized that they had this sort of sweet quality to them. And that's because when you're used to eating high, high sugar foods, oh, especially if you eat any kind of artificial sweeteners, which taste even sweeter than regular sugar, you can't even taste the basic flavor of some of these natural foods. But they're there, but your palate sort of changes and, and expects that super sweet flavor. And so it's almost like the subtle flavor of an almond. It's it's overpowered and you, and you never get to experience that. If you have kids, um, and even if you don't have kids, sit down with yourself or your kids or your partner, have some almonds and sit and be present and see if you can taste that sweet almond flavor. It's almost like you have to be very present to taste it these days if you're used to very sweetened added sugar type foods. So definitely when you can, steer clear of added sugar in any form when you need to. I always say have a little bit of natural sugar, just keep it in moderation. Tip number seven for eating clean. I know you're not gonna like it, but you gotta limit your alcohol Consumption, that's a fact, okay? You can't be clean eating and then drinking a bottle of wine every night. They don't go hand in hand. Alcohol is made by adding yeast to crushed grains, fruits, or vegetables, and allowing the mixture to ferment. Moderate intakes of certain types of alcohol, so they say wine, may, may, may boost your heart health. I said may because it's, it's, it's not boosting your heart health by much. We've talked about alcohol in a podcast episode before as well. Don't be drinking wine every night and saying it's for your heart because it's like barely for your heart, okay? However, frequent alcohol consumption has been shown to promote inflammation and may contribute to a number of health problems like liver disease, digestive disorders, excess belly fat, When following a clean eating lifestyle, you've got to minimize or eliminate your alcohol intake. Now, I only say eliminate for the people who sort of have a problem. Um, We did a great podcast episode called Gray Area Drinking, where I did a great interview with uh, a woman who talks about gray area drinking, and this is people who are not alcoholics, but who kind of... Can't stop drinking, and maybe it's not at the alcoholic level, but they really struggle with saying no to alcohol. It's a great it's a great podcast episode. So again, go back and check if you haven't heard it. Um, what I'm getting at is you. If you think you have a problem, or you know you can't just have one glass a couple times a week, then for you it might be easier to just eliminate alcohol. It doesn't have to be forever, but it would be okay if it was. I'm gonna just put that out there. For some people, they do live a better life without alcohol. Alcohol changes who they are, how they act, what they do, how they feel in a non-positive way. Now, I have two glasses of wine or two drinks. I usually have a beer on Friday nights before my long runs and a glass of wine on Saturday nights. I never have more than one cocktail anymore. I can pretty much say never because I have gotten to the place of clean eating where my body feels so good and and everything is awesome that more than one, more than one glass of wine doesn't make me feel good. I don't like to not feel good anymore. I'm turning 48 years old next month, and I have to tell you, what I've learned in all these years is I like to feel good. I hate to feel bad. And so I've just gotten to the place where I can say one glass of wine, I savor it fully. I do not guzzle it down. I literally savor it, and that's it. And I can do that. It's not a problem. But I know many people who, who can't. They know they can't have one glass. And so if it's easier for you to eliminate alcohol, be okay with that. Uh, You do not have to drink alcohol, just so you know, to socialize. And if anyone, this burns me bad, if anyone out there makes you feel bad or guilty for not drinking with them because you're watching your health and trying to eat clean, you need to reevaluate that relationship. Never do that to someone. I just recently had a client say, I have to reevaluate my friends because I'm not drinking right now and they had a problem with that. that shouldn't matter to anybody. Like, if your friend is trying to eat clean and be healthy, like, help them. Encourage them. Don't make them feel bad just because you want to have a drink, okay? (laughs) All right, I'll get down off the, the box on that one. But again, in order to eat clean, you do have to limit the alcohol. As I said, I have two drinks, maybe three in a week, but that's it, um, for the week. And so if you can limit that alcohol consumption, you're going to feel better, you're going to sleep better, and it's going to benefit your health. Now, number eight, you want to avoid packaged snack foods. If you're trying to eat clean, the packaged snack foods are not helping you, I can tell you now. Things like crackers, granola bars, muffins, and similar snack foods typically contain refined grains, they have sugar, they have vegetable oils, and other unhealthy ingredients. Even a lot of those protein bars y'all are eating out there. I'm not a big protein bar person, okay? I rarely have protein bars because they're really just glorified candy bars. And if they don't even have 10 grams of protein in them, everyone, please don't even eat them because that's not even a protein bar. It's just a bar with a lot of calories in it. So you really do have to be cautious of all the bars out there. They're processed, and these processed foods just don't have a lot of nutritional value. So avoid grabbing these items when you get hungry between meals. You want to have healthy snacks on hand. So yeah, that means you might have to prep some snack bags. I always encourage my clients, prep some snack bags on the weekend so that you have things ready to grab. The reason that you like these packaged snack foods is because they're easy to grab, and usually you're hungry. And once you get to the point of hunger, I always say, it's all over. So don't even let yourself get to the point of hunger. But you need something that's easy to grab, right? So some good options that you could prep, um, little bags of nuts that are sort of pre-measured so you're not just eating nuts out of a bag. You don't want to do that. Um, You can even chop and prep some vegetables, some fruits, having things ready and easy to grab just like a packaged snack food. That's what you want, but you want it to be food that is clean and healthy and full and rich nutrients, all right? Because those things are going to help protect against disease. Packaged snack foods really are not. Number nine, how to eat clean, what you can do today. You can make water your primary beverage. Got that? Water. Water is the healthiest and the most natural beverage that you can drink. It does not have additives. It does not have sugars, artificial sweeteners, or questionable ingredients. By definition, it's the cleanest beverage that you could ever drink, right? Water can keep you hydrated, and it also helps you achieve a healthy weight to make sure that you have that hydration. By contrast, sugar-sweetened beverages have consistently been linked to diabetes, obesity, and other diseases. And even more than that, fruit juice may cause many of the same problems because it is so, so high in sugar. So be very cautious if you're someone who drinks a lot of juice. Now, unsweetened coffee and tea, they are also good choices and can have some health benefits, but people who are sensitive to caffeine may need to definitely moderate that intake. Now, please don't buy those bottles of water that are like vitamin water or, I mean, I can't believe how many different kinds of water there are on the market now. You want your water to have water in it. It shouldn't have any other ingredients. So if you're eating or drinking, I should say, <laughs> a certain kind of water in a bottle, you know, sadly, you now have to check the package label on your water if, to see if there's anything added in it. Now, a lot of people ask me all the time, well, what about the, the bubbly water? like the Topa Chico and all that. So here's my thing on them. Yes, you can have them. Check the label because some will have additives. But if they don't have anything in it, it's fine. Would I have five Topo Chicos a day? Probably not. First of all, I don't I don't even know how y'all drink that stuff because I don't like it. Um, I just don't like that water at all, but I only drink plain water. And my feeling is because we need to hydrate, we need to get a lot of water in our system all day. It seems to me that the bubbly type drinks... You don't drink as fast. You don't take, you know, you don't take in as much. So I just feel like you'll drink more water if it's regular plain water versus the sparkling kind. Um, That's sort of an opinion. I'm not really sure if it's true, but I just, I see people sort of sip and enjoy their sparkling water drinks versus water. We tend to just, we can kind of keep drinking it and drinking it. And that's so important for hydration, especially. Especially right now, it's summertime, I live in Austin, and we're dying of heat, Um, but you really have to stay on top of that hydration. Now, the number 10 way that you need to stay in check with your clean eating, and it kind of goes in hand with reading your labels, you need to watch your sodium intake. Sodium is a bigger deal than most people realize, and I would say part of my program, one of the big things that almost everybody walks away with is they say, I never knew anything about sodium. I never checked sodium in my food. I did not know how much it was impacting my health or even my weigh-ins. Um, If you missed it, I did a podcast a while ago about sodium, number 45, it was called Sodium. What is it really doing to you? You should listen to that if you have not before, because sodium does impact the sort of cleanliness of your diet and you do not want a lot of sodium in your foods. Now they tend to put a lot of sodium in to make it taste better, like an additive, right? And it also can act as a preservative, depending on what it's for. So you need to be very cautious of how much sodium is in the foods you eat. Now, I even did a Facebook Live last week. If you missed it, it was about hidden sodium in lots of foods that you're eating. I think there were 10 foods that you eat that have a high sodium and you probably had no idea. Go to the Earn That Body Facebook page, scroll down and find that Earn That Body live because I go into a lot of ones that you might not know about, like for instance, cottage cheese. You might think cottage cheese is healthy. I mean, it has some protein in it, but the amount of sodium is off the charts. So I can pretty much tell you I never eat cottage cheese. Uh, Another one is obviously the deli meats. They're so high in sodium. They're not healthy. They're just not. Can you have it once in a while? Yes. Can you have it once a week? Yes. But you have to be cautious. And if you're interested in eating clean, you have to limit how much sodium you have. So definitely go back and check out a couple of those episodes so you can understand a little bit more about sodium. But really, the bottom line is that clean eating is always going to emphasize eating fresh food, nutritious food, and minimally processed foods. This way of eating can not only boost your health, but it's also going to help you appreciate foods and their natural flavors, which like I said, we're losing that. We're losing the palate for natural flavors in Our food, right? So it's so important to eat clean for all those reasons. And obviously the most important reason is just for a healthy body. The more often you eat clean, the more you are honoring your body with the most nutritious food. And I say this all the time. We need to honor our body. It does everything it can for us. The the only job the body has is to keep you alive. All day long, it's just trying to keep you alive. If you starve it, it's going to slow down the metabolism and try to do everything it can to survive. You know, if you cut yourself, it's going to create a scab and heal a wound all by itself. These are things the body is always doing for you. So what you can do for your body is eat clean. Honor it with nutritious food, quality food, not garbage food, but at the same time, Don't make yourself crazy into the, I can never have processed food. No, you can sometimes. You'll be fine. You won't feel good after you eat processed foods once you've eaten clean for a long time. Um, You'll see, like, I actually, I used to love red vines. Everybody knows that. They send me red vines. Don't send them to me anymore because they actually make me sick now. I can have, like, one. That's it. My sister sent me, like, a Costco tub once. I was going to kill her. But you will start to see that the more you eat clean the more you don't feel good when you eat processed foods the more you don't feel good when you have that second cocktail and that's okay because that's your body talking to you and hopefully you listen to it and you honor it and that's it it can be that simple right so those are 10 things that you can put into play and make sure that your body is working at its best especially if you're sick Right now, we all want to keep our immune system strong, and eating clean is a great way to do it. So, there you have it everything you need to know about eating clean, how to do it, how to make it simple. And again, if you need any help right now with weight loss, you want that education I'm talking about, that one on one private session, always email me, kim at earnthatbody.com. But just remember the Earn That Body podcast is here to bring you fitness, health, nutrition information that you can put into play right away. Have an awesome week. Have a safe week. I'll see you next week. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to EarnThatBody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.